0: Hello, listeners. This is Lee Price. This is Will Ford from Football365. And you're listening smartly to At, At the, the Bridge, Bridge Pod, Pod, a Chelsea, Chelsea FC, FC podcast, podcast, although I would describe it as the Chelsea FC podcast.
1: It's time for another episode of At the Bridge Pod, your number one Chelsea FC podcast. Coming up on this episode.
0: We're Chelsea on through to the semi-finals of the
1: Champions League. Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of At the Bridge Pod. I'm joined in a virtual room filled with a lion—just the one. It is Berth. Now we have addressed the lion in the room. Hi, Berth. Hello. <laughs> uh Time to address someone else in the room because, anyways, let's talk about me uh apologies nice. <laughs> apologies <laughs> for sounding like i do i am a bit sick it sucks but uh you know what i'm battling on, i'm trying to battle on a lot of painkillers uh wh- what are you what what are you looking forward to this weekend um i mean first of all mate major respect for you
0: for <laughs> plowing through this you know you're, you're a real warrior real oh, true yeah. hero of this podcast um but this weekend um as people may know, I'm a big wrestling fan and it is WrestleMania. Isn't it? It's WrestleMania weekend. I night did one not know is that. Tomorrow, night two is Sunday. Ooh. I cannot wait. It's like one of the best times of the year for me. So that is the one thing I'm looking forward to this weekend.
1: Damn. I did not know that was this weekend. Yeah, yeah, it is. Ooh. Big, big weekend I'll, in the wrestling world. So. I'll have to catch up on that. I, re- I do have a vague interest. i I briefly duck in and and so get out. You're it's... a big fan. I, I, I think you know Seth Rollins, don't you? I do. I do. Um, he's facing Logan Paul. Uh, oh, that's a matchup that I think could be very one sided.
0: You say that right? Honestly, fair. Like I've not been a big Logan Paul fan, um, but since he joined wrestling, he's actually been. You know, I've I've been wrong on him. He's,
1: he's a fantastic athlete, oh. and uh, that'd be very interesting to watch. I must admit. Damn right well aside from feeling better because being sick sucks we all know that uh, I'm looking forward to double screening Villa Chelsea and the Bayern Dortmund game two tasty games at a tasty time dinner time kick your (laughs) slippers off grab your nachos enjoy the show it's going to be a, a tasty tasty doubleheader and hey because it's it's only birthing today we're going to kick off the show with another round of who is that former blue which i I quickly just typed it up (laughs) because i was struggling um this former blue played 337 times for the blues he scored seven goals he's definitely not a number nine don't worry he didn't play he didn't play number nine for us uh he might have actually no he scored in he, he scored he played in three countries he won the 0910 goal of the season award for Chelsea and he's played with Nigel de Jong, Mykon, and Moritz Voltz. Do you have any inkling ideas? When,
0: when did he win goal of the season again? Sorry. Oh, 0910. No, 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 no. 10. I couldn't name it. of who? Sorry. De Jong, Moritz Voltz, and who's was the other one? Mykon. on. Oof. If you I'm don't not, remember him, Gareth Bale remembers him. I know I know my cunt. I definitely know my <laughs> con. Um Just trying to sort of piece it all together. I'm a bit unsure at the minute, if I'm honest. Ooh. If I'm honest. Well. I haven't got a name.
1: With that, let's hit the news. So it's that time of the week as we check out the news that you may have missed in the elevator of Chelsea News. Anthony Barry reportedly told Chelsea he wants to join Tuckle at Bayern. Chelsea are monitoring Julian Nagelsmann, claiming that there are the claims that, are that he has admirers at Stamford Bridge and would be would interest the club if they decide to replace Potter. Chelsea are in talks to organise a pre-season training camp in Philadelphia. Leaked documents appear to show Roman Abramovich secretly funded the takeover of Vitez and bankrolled them for years whilst owner of Chelsea. Chelsea legends Czech Cole and Terry have all been nominated for induction into the Premier League Hall of Fame. And finally in the news, Emma Hayes, Chelsea are into the Champions League semi-finals after knocking out Holders-Leon in an intense, incredible quarter-final. Oh, well, good game. I did watch the highlights, didn't get to watch it live, but whew, what a game. Controversial oh, Big up Emma
0: Hayes and then... Oh yeah.
1: it's s- Smashing it at the minute, aren't they? <laughs> and then they get Barcelona. Oh... Oh, yeah. that's that's, that's yeah. insanely difficult. As we know, how yeah. dominant that side are. Yeah, uh, yeah. Oh. I mean, it's yeah, yeah. a tough draw, but it's a that, very that tough regret, draw. So I don't know. Very tough draw. Ah, oh, the the international break—it's disappearing in the rearview mirror. Club football is back. It's been a long time without you, my friend. So it's a bumper news episode. From what, from what it's going to be. So. What what from this week's news grabbed your particular attention before we deep dive um, on some bits? The, the Anthony Barry one's quite interesting because um it's quite
0: clear that he's very well thought of in um in football. Um yeah. obviously Lampard's I think Lampard is one that brought him in originally. Um clearly well respected there. Um Tuckle clearly loved him as well. And even Potter is his words um in the news recently he's um is clearly a big fan as well so I think he will be a big miss if he was to go to, to Bayern. Um yeah. so I mean people sort of overlook the, the backroom staff these days I feel but someone like that um is actually quite hard to replace so he, he will be a big miss. And I know we haven't been great this season, don't get me wrong, but even so sort of the grass isn't always greener. Um so I do think that If we was to let Anthony Barry go, I mean, it's his choice really, but if we was to let him go, he'll be a a massive miss.
1: It's a good, good shout straight away to bring that up because that was the first topic I had. And it it, it took us decision to go public with his courting of Barry. Now we know that's disappointed Chelsea. I mean, you can't be, you can't be flirting with a club's man. You know, the talk is that we want compensation, which is only right and fair. Do you feel that the situation has been a bit blown out of proportion?
0: Yeah, I mean, look, uh, I think when you're a fan of someone, if if anyone says to, say, any manager in the world, what do you think of Erling Haaland? They're always going to go, amazing player, amazing striker, I love him at my club. That's just part and parcel of the game. Anyone, any manager that is highly respected, any backroom staff that's highly respected, if you ask someone what what your opinion is on them, they're always going to go, He's a fantastic person, fantastic manager. He's really good to have in the dressing room, you know. So I think this sort of thing is very much blown out proportion. Obviously, Tuckle is a big fan of him. He's not going to go. I hate him. I don't want him at Bayern. So you know, <laughs> I, I think it's it's one of them where you've really have got to take it with a pinch of salt. These people aren't robots. They're human beings. Like you know, they they respect one another. Um, they're not going to say anything bad, you know. If if Anthony Barry, which he is a, a very sought after person, very highly respected and, and thought of person in, in the footballing world, Tucker is always going to say something good about him. Really, he spent a year and a half at Chelsea, wherever it was. So, yeah, I, I just think it's been massively blown up. Well, it's not disrespectful at all. I, I don't think he's said anything out of line. Um, he's not come out and gone that we're, gonna, we're trying to buy him we're trying to tap him up. So, uh, you know, there's been no dis- disrespect on that part. So, yeah, blown out of caution.
1: I, I did see comments on Twitter about why would you allow a coach to leave mid-season when we could face his new employer in a huge semi-final in the Champions League, where he could give away our tactics. Now, I've watched a lot of Potter games, and I'm, I'm not sure what tactics there are to give away. The boys giving everything <laughs> each game is a tactic many already know. And I'm, I'm going to be serious for a moment. It, it's not like tactics are top secret assets that are like extremely dangerous in the hands of the enemy team. You know, you can learn mm. a team's strategies without poaching any of their stuff. Marcello Bielsa taught us all you need is someone willing to sit out in the cold with a pair of binoculars and a notepad. Yeah, you know, exactly. Yeah, yeah. For me, I'd say release him in the sense of with compensation, because there is no use pushing. On him to mm. stay if he doesn't want to, you know. In addition, during the past year or two, our set pieces—that obviously is our set piece coach—they haven't been nearly as successful as they once were. So, it it could be a good little refresh. And we still don't know what's going to happen in the summer because that's going to be well interesting if we do get a exactly, manager. Yeah. You never know. You never know. Uh Chelsea fans, not so favourite paper. The Times reported this week that Chelsea face having to raise substantial amounts of cash by selling off players this summer to avoid breaching the Premier League's financial rules next year after reporting large losses for a second successive season. Well, what does this mean, you ask listeners? Well, I'd say expect Reese James, Enzo and many more to be sold for whatever we can bring in. Of course not. Of course not. What are are your thoughts on on this? I mean, this is the Times. They did say we were not going to be a club last year. So, you know.
0: Yeah, I mean... It's an interesting one,
1: isn't it? Um, I think either way,
0: we have to sell a a lot of players in the summer. I think it is a massive summer for us. I think there's a lot of um, money to be gained in the summer. I think when you look at our squad, we're very much overloaded. It's a massive, massive squad. 33 players, I'll I'll keep hearing. Um, So whether we need it or not, this squad needs a bit of an overall to get rid of the Deadwoods, shall we say. Um and you're looking at players like Pulisic, Zieck, um, Abamyang, um players that are on the sort of the fringe like loftus Cheek and, and kinda of Gallagher and players like that. And then you look at people like um like Colwell that, that's at Bryant at the moment. You, you'll be interested in what happens with them and and Ian Matson, what what's gonna happen with them. So it's very much a yeah, financial loss, fair enough, but Either way, whether it gained anything or not, we need to sell some players in the summer. And that that's just a fact. Um, so it'll be really interesting come uh, come the end of May, what we're going yeah.
1: I mean, to be honest, I kind of expected it because Yeah, yeah, dead, yeah, deadwood players we we say mainly removed and new young players are then developed, which obviously yeah. they're subject to different laws since they're under the age of twenty-two or twenty-one, etc. The yeah. salaries will likely be reduced as well. Bowley and Co. undoubtedly have sound financial judgment, and will make the right decisions for the health and success of our club. When it comes to sales this summer, you know I would I would have on my personal list I'd have Pulisic. Even though mm. you could say American ownership, you'd want him to be the poster of. Che- I still feel that that decision is more likely to be he's going to leave. Uh, Ziek, Abamiang, Mendy, Ampadu, Malongsa, Hudson-Odoi and Lukaku. The two possible additions to this list this list would be Mason Mount if a deal isn't agreed and and Gallagher I feel just that's just a vibe I'm getting. I don't know yeah. I don't know what you think on on that little list I've just put I together. think
0: um I think Mason Mount that's a major one because I do think when you look at his contract situation, I think if we're going to sell someone, that'd be a perfect player to let go because we will get, you're looking at 70, 80 mil for him. I know he's only got a year left in the summer, but you're still going to get 70, 80 mil for a player of that that class. Um And then you've got Conor Gallagher who, I don't think, pers- I I'll, I'll do like kind of Gallagher, but I don't think he's quite Chelsea level, like that elite level. So I think you'd still get, in today's climate, I think you'd get 40, 50 mil for him. Um, so there there,
1: and then you're looking at over 100 mil plus. Um, yeah, I, I, know, I, know I'm, I know I'm sick. If, as listeners heard me say several times, but did you just say 50 million for Gallagher? I think you can get 50 million. You really million think?
0: Yeah, Who's paying I,
1: I, I that? Palace think... won't. They haven't got 50 I,
0: million. I, th- I think looking at today's climate, I, I think Conor Gallagher is worth 40, 50 million. I-, I don't think he could pay anything less really for it. I, I think he, if you're looking at a, I think he could do a job in that sort of middle tier, like West Ham, that sort of level. Crystal Palace obviously liked him. Um, Brighton, someone like Brighton, I know they wouldn't pay that for him, but you're looking at, that sort of sixth to tenth ta- in the table level, I-, I think someone would pay fifty million for Conor Gallagher. I really do think that. Yeah, well,
1: I- I'm that well, because that was sort of a really struggle. Med- oh,
0: okay, so I think someone like an Aston Villa, someone like in Aston Villa, say for instance, who are what at the place below us, who are eleventh, I think they would pay forty to fifty mil for Conor Gallagher, and I will, you know what. Put a biscuit bit on it. <laughs> Put a biscuit bit on I that, that. I thought that might in happen in the summer. In the summer, I think someone will pay in excess of forty to fifty million for Conor Gallagher.
1: We we need a we need a biscuit sound effect, which we'll get round to. Uh, I don't know how
0: you can do that, but I, you, you it, get the point. There's always, I, always I, something. The thing is, um, Conor Gallagher. I don't. I don't think he's a bad. I really don't think he's a bad player. He's very no, he's not a workhorse. A he's um, he's actually technically a good player, but. I think when you're looking at someone like a Chelsea, does he get into any of the top six teams in their midfields? Mm. You'd say no. Mm. Um, uh, Would he get into, say, someone like a Brighton or a Brentford or a Fulham? You'd say yes. Well, you know what? To be fair, would he get into a Newcastle?
1: Ooh, you'd probably
0: say they've got money maybe and <laughs> would you say would they, would they pay 40 to 50 million
1: for him I think they would so, they've got money know. that's fair I like that you've, you've got a chance there I feel like you might yeah. be getting some uh, collecting some packs of biscuits later uh, we, <laughs> we spoke about the outgoings and Bayern Munich and they are they are back again and considering taking advantage of Mason Mount's contract stalemate at Chelsea and the club's mm. financial problems I'm not saying that I'm just reading the story listeners by the way by making a move for the England international this summer. So Mason Mount to Bayern Munich. Now, look, what's more likely Berth? this transfer actually going through in the summer or one of us combusting into bagels in the next five minutes.
0: Um,
1: I can't ask see that it.
0: question in five minutes. <laughs> <laughs> um, I can't see it. No, I can't see. It. I think the most perfect destination for uh, Mason Mount, I think the most realistic one, is Liverpool. That's my thinking. I, I don't yeah. think I think it'd be good at I do think it'd be good at Bayern. Um and you, you look at the success that Jude Bellingham's had and, and players like Jaden Sancho and, and even Tammy in Rome where he's done well there. So it is more appealing now going abroad, but I think Mason Mount um would fit perfectly in that Liverpool side. Um I I, I wouldn't have thought he'd wanted to leave England because I've seen more chance of getting an England squad. And I think working under a manager like Klopp, I think would probably be a bit more appealing, even though he knows Tuckle, I, I do think he'd probably think he'd, he'd get more of a chance at Liverpool. Mm. So for me, yeah. I you know, I just don't see a buy-in, if, I mean, if I'm honest.
1: My stance on the Mason Mount saga, it's not changed. If, if he extends, then that's fantastic. And I hope he has a better 23-24 campaign than he has 22-23. If he doesn't sign, then we sell for the best price possible and move on with our lives. You know, I'm not in a Mason Mount out or in camp. I'm I am not about that wild drama. I just cannot be bothered. You know, the fans... It is, it is a question for you. It is a question Go for, for it. it. If, Mason Mount, if, a Mason, if Mason Mount didn't have a
0: year left on his contract, how much realistically do you think he'd be worth?
1: Oh, I would say based left. on the fact that it's a Premier League player, it's a homegrown player. It would be seventy-five plus.
0: Okay, so in the summer,
1: obviously he's got one year left. How much do you think he realistically goes for? I would say fifty-ish. I, I might be completely out of the ballpark. You know, I, I might think, be I think, in a different I state. Think, but in, in any, if
0: I think in the summer, if, if obviously if he was to sell him. I think 60 to 70
1: mil. Possible. I mean, Personally. we say, I say it a lot in obviously when it comes to the NFL, but a contract year, you usually play better. And this yeah. year has not been that quite well for him. I mean, like I said, I'm not in the in or out camp with him. You know, the fans who get that keyboard courage on Twitter will, will have their takes. But I saw some recently state that this will be another Kevin De Bruyne style mistake. Now, look, Mason Mount is many things. He's not at that level at all. I've seen the stats thrown out that he's won a Champions League and a Ballon d'Or nomination earlier in his career than De Bruyne has. Now, look, do you know who else was a Ballon d'Or nominee? And he has a Champions League winner's medal. It was Harry Kewle. Now I love that dude. I do. Damn, what a great player, though. Oh, great, great such player. a fun player to watch at Leeds, and he got a Ballon d'Or nomination in 2001, which was back in the days of dial-up internet and free gifts in cereal boxes. But he is in his, but he in his prime was not better than De Bruyne, was he? And the latest on the if Mason Mount was si- sold side of this debate was that Chelsea would want at least fifty million. So that's kind of where I got my ballpark figure from. Negotiations over a deal are still ongoing. Tuchel admires the player, yada, yada, yada. You know, it's the same news recycled with a fresh coat of paint. You know, just, just as I say to listeners now, just remember that Thomas Tuchel is now the manager of Bayern Munich. Expect that every Chelsea player who's played under him will be linked with a move there. It's easy clicks for journalists, and they love to bring in that sweet, sweet ad revenue. We've seen it before. Uh, that's t- sort of my take on it. Mm. So, Yeah,
0: now, I
1: agree. I agree. Now, earlier this week, news leaked out like a leaky tap in a hotel bathroom that Chelsea might be moving 10 minutes down the road to Earl's Court and build a new stadium on the site there. The Times, I oh know, they're, they're back in it again. They reported, though that Chelsea fans are so concerned about the threat of a move away from Stamford Bridge to Earl's Court that they have assembled a series of questions to put to Todd Bowley. The club are exploring options on the stadium and are not committing to anything until fully establishing the time and cost of all possibilities. Yet they face a backlash if they choose to leave their ancestral home. If they consider Earl's Court, we might see the same supporter demonstrations that put pay to the European Super League in 2021 said one prominent fan involved in the anti-Earls court group. Now, I I will repeat what our main account tweeted out on this. If we see European Super League style protests, that would be quite embarrassing. You know, this is a smart move that will benefit the area, Chelsea and the fans for the long term. And I sort of saw the response on Twitter. Again, we have to, that, that could be a very vocal minority. We don't know. We don't know how many match going fans are on Twitter and, which you, you get the idea, listeners. But if we can't build outward at Stamford Bridge, and we can't realistically knock it down and again build a bigger stadium, a move is maybe financially the best. We we are not privy to this, the business side and the costs and all the logistics. What what do you think? What do you think on this? I think
0: I think the problem is. Um, and I kind of do lean into this as well. I think people love football heritage and of people course. tradition and they sort of, it's almost like they don't see the, the benefits of leaving Stanford bridge when there probably is loads. Um, Of course there's loads, but um, Stanford bridge has been there for years and years and years. You know, it, it's part of people's lives. It's all people have known. Um, people like, grow accustomed to the atmospheres and stuff like that. And you can't just make that, like, you can't do that transition from one stadium to another, no, mm-hmm. no matter where it is or whatever. Um, and, you know, you, you'll ask West Ham fans and people like that, that um, Upton Park or the Bowling Ground, whatever it's called, w- was so much better than the Olympic Stadium. And, and, you know, it's obvious to see that. So, the like I said earlier, the grass isn't always greener. Um, even though there probably are benefits to playing at a bigger stadium and stuff down the road, whatever. Yeah. It's people's lives, and, and that's where the problems lie. Just like the Super League, people have grown accustomed to the Premier League. They've grown accustomed to playing derbies. They've grown accustomed to relegations, promotions, winning things, whereas European Super League goes against that. Um, so this is where problems lie, Um and, and football is so rich in like history and tradition that people hate change in, in that sense. They hate the, the change in tradition. So I, I can totally see where they're coming from. It could be so beneficial moving elsewhere. It really could. Whether it's a court or whatever, uh, like, it really could be beneficial. Um, it could earn us a lot more money, but people don't care about that. They, they just don't. Um, what they care about is what they have lived with. Yeah, Um, I understand. Stanford Bridge is what people's lives are. It's where their heart belongs. So I I can totally see where people are coming from. And I'm not saying that they shouldn't protest. I'm not saying they should. It's just I I can totally see where people come from in in that aspect.
1: I believe, could be wrong, but I believe we have to do some kind of renovation, not just because of financial benefit, but I'm sure wasn't that part of the agreement when the club was sold? I thought there was I'm, some I'm a investment. Yeah, I know I'm a, bit, yeah, I'm a bit vague and a bit foggy on this matter. I'm not 100% certain on it. So I don't want to commit and be 100% uh, spot on with this, like certain and lock myself in. Okay, right. It's time for Lion of the Week. Ooh. And we head back to the bridge for a home game against Aston Villa Football Club. Nicknamed the villains. Now, can we can we become the heroes of the ninety minute runtime and save three points in our quest for ninth place? That's the big question here. Who who are you looking at for this this ooh. weekend?
0: Oh, difficult one. Um, I think
1: Angola's back.
0: Oh, I've heard. That's interesting.
1: That's what I that saw from the press conference today. Um, I'm going to go with Enzo Fernandez. Oh, easy shout. But it's a good I, shout. I, I, it's a good I shout. I think I
0: may have went with that last time, but I'm not too sure. But I think I'm gonna go with Enzo Fernandez. He's been probably arguably our best player past couple of times we played. So I'm gonna go with Enzo.
1: Nice shout. Uh for me, he he showed what he can do in just twenty minutes for England. A goal. Two assists, the man of the match trophy in his back pocket. If football shorts have back pockets, he's my man, a man who might just listen to this show after his recent Instagram activity. Noni Madueke, you are my pick for Lion of the Week. And I'm hoping, I'm hoping that he, he might just bag a goal. I'm hoping. That's a good show, actually. That's a good I'm show.
0: I'm so content with this pick. I think Matty Cash is out. So I think Ashley Young may have to play right back. Ooh. Um they haven't got quick fallbacks. Mm. Um good fallbacks, but not quick fallbacks. So potentially Madueke and a Mudrick combination could be could be
1: realistic. So that's not a bad shout, actually. We shall no, I see. Think. I mean I got mm. really when I wrote that, I expected myself to have a bit more energy and you know enthusiasm when I delivered that line. But like I said, <laughs> you can't you just can't time getting sick. You know, that, that should be a new NFL bell for uh, dropping the... Um, how many times has he said it now? But anyway, before we sign off, we're going to find out who is that former blue. So at the start, I said that this former blue played 337 times for the Blues, scored seven goals. He played in three countries. He won the 0910 9 10 goal of the season award for Chelsea. And he has played with Nigel De Jong, Maicon and Moritz Voltz. Could you name the clubs he's played with each of those players at? Um, I'm guessing. So who's the first
0: one? De Jong. Mm. No, I can't remember where De Jong's played. As, I, did he play Moycon? Did he what? play Moycon for Brazil? Definitely not.
1: <laughs> no, no. Definitely no.
0: not. No, okay. It's definitely not what I'm thinking then. Um, were you no thinking idea. of Giuliano I'm... Belletti? By any no, I wasn't. Oh, okay, okay. I was, okay. Think, I was, I was thinking a defender. I was thinking of defender. What is Brazilian? But I, I think I'm way off.
1: Well, he's definitely not Brazilian. I can't confirm uh,
0: that. Well, I'm definitely off then. Definitely not who I'm thinking of then.
1: Okay, if I told you he played with Nigel De Jong in the MLS, you still I don't think you'd name the club because i will be honest. I did not know he played for this club, Diong. I, I was weren't, compa- weren't New York City, was it? No, I'll, I'll no. say that I'll say the teams because then you'll guess it. Okay, uh, De Jong was at LA Galaxy. Okay, Mykon was at Roma. Moritz Voltz played for Fulham, but he didn't play at Fulham with this player. He played for another club, if you remember, and it was Arsenal. That's where he played with Moritz. Did Valtz he? At. So wow. Um... He didn't score many. We've mentioned him on this episode already.
0: I've I've, I've gone completely blank. uh, uh,
1: Cast your mind back to the news. To about 10 minutes ago. Yeah, 10 Um, minutes ago. Who's been nominated for the uh, Hall of Fame? Okay. Ah. Terry. Is it Peter No. (laughs) No. (laughs) He scored the goal of the season. Course, he got yeah, gold yeah, sorry, of the season. Sorry, oh, sorry, Peter sorry okay. Peter <laughs> Cech, John Terry love he definitely that. didn't
0: play for Arsenal.
1: Can you imagine? Ashley Cole, it is Ashley in... Cole isn't it? Shall we give him the shall we do it, listeners? Oh, go on. It's then. Ashley Cole, oh, isn't oh, it? Is it? Yeah. It is indeed. It is you Ashley know what? Cole. I... I guarantee
0: I can name the goal as well that you want it for. It's a goal against Sunderland. Wasn't it is. It, where it John is. Terry it
1: yeah. Come on, oh, Chris. All I'm, thinking, all I'm thinking in my head there is Petacek scoring a goal of the season contender. Look, how would he have done it? As a goalkeeper, it's not a header. It's never a header. You don't get goal of the season for a header. <laughs> I'm so sorry. If, it's been a long week for me. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. Te- technically, the only goal in my head that would be considered a goal of the season contender. But it was in a World Cup, would have, and it again can't have a season. It's a World Cup, whatever. Would have been Van Persie, that header. Oh yeah, that would be that considerable. Header, yeah. I, if anyone nice. can think of a time that a header was nominated for goal of the season or one-one, please let us know, listeners, because that would be. I'd be actually really interested to see that goal. I really would. You know what? Kai Havertz scored a
0: really good header against Liverpool last year that gets overlooked, but that was a fantastic header. Mm, That's that one of the true. best ones I've seen.
1: That is yeah. a fair shout. Uh, listeners, we've we've reached the end of another episode. So thank you as always for listening. Treat yourself well. Enjoy the weekend, whatever you're going to be doing. We'll be back on Monday, talk all things Aston Villa. As I said, dinner time kickoff, sit back, grab those hot wings, enjoy it. So till next time, that will be us signing off. You've been listening to At The Bridge Pod, a Chelsea FC podcast. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram by searching for At The Bridge Pod. And if you're listening on Apple or Spotify, leaving us a review is always appreciated.